I'm, I'm not not even thinking about it. I run to a helicopter and I start driving. And the next thing I know, my brother's like, um, wait a minute, are, are you still on ghost mode? Right? And then the as he says this, I, I go into like five skull territory uh, inadvertently and hear rockets lo- locking onto my freaking <laughs> helicopter. I try and jump out. It, 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 it hits and it crashes. It crashes in a ball of flames. And the next thing you know, it's like, your character is deleted. And I was like, no, bro. Bro, it hurt my freaking soul. Uh, like, I wasn't I, I wasn't able to get back in. Like, I haven't played it since, bro. I was like, bro, this hurt. It hurt. I, it took me a long time. You know, however. That real, dude. Uh, that's going to be a situation where I'm going to be like, dude, that's why you don't play freaking permadeath. <laughs> What's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with Buddha Will and the return of the king, TIE Fighter. <laughs> how, how are you, TIE Fighter? So so glad to have you back. Not dying anymore. Like <laughs> Not dying anymore. Yes. That is good. <laughs> it's a good way to be. Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, Ty, you know, you're back. It was, it's been it's been too long. We had our, our week off. Two whole weeks off, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Buddha and I got together. I, I don't know if you got a chance. Oh, go ahead. I definitely want to be back last week, but I woke up on Friday morning uh, with a splitting headache and basically unable to use my mouth because my throat was so sore. And so I stayed oh at work all day. I was glued to the couch all day and like I could barely speak or eat really that day. So it just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to make for that quality content that we like to make here at the Hardcore Casual. So anyway, uh, it was pretty sick throughout the weekend but by the time uh, work came around uh earlier this week i was starting to get better and by mid this week back to 100 percent, man i'm excited yeah, to well, kind of get back to, back back to like the gym at work and kind of back to full spirits next week so it'll be good uh yeah uh, we were just saying uh before we hit record like i visited your stream earlier this week like monday or tuesday and uh, you were getting better at that point, but you sounded pretty freaking rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, Monday, I I wanted to stream. I think I was playing God of War or something like that. And it was, hey, everybody, what's going on? It's good to have you here. Uh, I feel like crap. And uh, you just play God of War because it's good. And okay, here we go. Right. And, yeah, Oddly was- enough, your sick voice sounds a lot like your Trump impersonation. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> dude, you haven't even heard that impression. Here we go. Top notch, but that's for another day. <laughs> oh. Um. Well, yeah, either way, perfect. honestly, I'm um I'm really happy to to Thanks, that you're feeling better. I'm really happy yeah. that that we're, you know. All on on the same recording again, you know. As much as I love uh, recording with Buddha, two weeks of just back to back Buddha, and you know, I need I need some it's time. Tough. Yeah, I need a lot of Buddha. It's a lot of Buddha. That's a lot, a lot of, of belly all up in yeah. your face, piece. Um. Alrighty. Alrighty. So so let's 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 go ahead and and move on. I guess I guess we can talk about the podcast. I'm not the podcast. The website and whatnot before we dive into what we played. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a website, thehardcorecasuals.com. Go ahead and check it out. That is thehardcorecasuals.com. Um, I'm <clears throat> I'm going to make my official return. I know I've said this before, but I always with good intentions, but I actually have a piece written, ready to go. I'm probably going to drop it, uh, I don't know, if not, if not tomorrow, then probably Monday. Um... It's it's, it's it's all ready to go. Uh, just need some final edits. We're good. I'm back mentally ready to write again. So I can't wait to hit up the blog in earnest um, moving forward in the next, uh, well, definitely another piece next week for sure, 100%. Yeah. Um, so check it out. TheHardcoreCasuals.com. You can uh, you can see the blog. Uh, we have, of course, the podcast notes. If you hear, if you're hearing our voice and you're interested in some of the links that we uh, we we mention, definitely check it out. There's there's lots of. We even have some extra links that we don't actually get into, but it's one of those things. Uh, you can see the what's in our wheelhouse, like the different the different uh, links that we gathered and whatnot. It's pretty interesting. Uh, also, you can leave messages, please. We love it. You know, we love to hear from you guys. Uh, it makes a huge difference. Uh, and while you're at it, you can leave a review on iTunes. You know, hey, uh, five star review. I'm gonna go ahead and check it. If I if I see a five star, I'm gonna read it, guaranteed. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna read it on uh, on on podcast. So go ahead. That we would definitely appreciate that as well and last but not least patreon yes that's right we have one of those too check it out thehardcorecasuals.com slash patreon uh it'll help us out uh if you if you like what we're doing so yeah there we go now there you go with that you know all, all the all the the the, the must do stuff out of the way what were you guys playing this week Man, well, I mean, I feel like I have two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I was playing all last week right up until I got, like, too sick. But uh, I finally decided to pull the trigger and play God of War uh, on PlayStation Ooh. 4, you know, game of the year 2018. And let me there tell you know. guys, that game is sick. It's very, very good. Um, so I remember I picked up a PlayStation 4 uh, for uh, Black Friday last year. And so I played mm -hmm, through Spider-Man mm -hmm. first. So this is kind of my second foray into the world of Sony. And it's excellent. I mean, the gameplay is great. The storytelling is awesome. Uh, voice acting, graphics, uh, just everything feels so good and so smooth. And I'm just really, really impressed by everything that I'm seeing. I, I think I'm about halfway through the story now. And it's it's going great. If you guys have a PlayStation and uh, or if anyone's listening has a PlayStation and hasn't yet hit this 
friggin' awesome, awesome game. Please, please do yourself a favor and check it out. And then kind of relating to that, uh, they, Sony Santa Monica and, and Sony kind of in general just released a two-hour documentary on the making of, of God of War. I think it's called uh, The Making of Kratos or something of Kratos. I need to check that out. But anyway, yeah. it's on Sony's YouTube channel. Uh, and I haven't watched it yet because it's two hours long. It's huge. It's, it's a full movie. Uh, but when I finish the game, I'm definitely going to take some time and check that out. So I'm very excited. Uh, but secondly, yeah, it's been just a lot of Destiny. Last week, Last week, Destiny was kind of like very maintenance Destiny. It was like just running strikes to go for those pinnacle weapons that are all like a really long kind of mindless grind and kind of just you know doing the power light level grind. You know, just just the standard like air quotes grind, right? Just playing the game with no real you know end point in mind. Just doing it because it's comfortable. But then on uh, this week, and I'm sure you may have seen a little bit of buzz around it on Tuesday, Bungie shadow dropped a brand new exotic quest. Now, the last time they did this was about eight months ago-ish when they released a mission called the Whisper of the Worm, which was, you know, this very secret mission that you had to do these like special tasks in order to unlock. And then once you got into it, you had a 20 minute timer to get through this really redonkulous jumping puzzle and then kill a bunch of enemies. And if you killed every enemy, then you got the the whisper of the worm, which is the best sniper rifle in the entire game. So there was this really great incentive to do that. So now they've done it again and uh, they've released a uh, an exotic pulse rifle called Outbreak Perfection or Perfected which is a callback to a exotic weapon from destiny one, but it's, it's a pulse rifle. Uh, and to put it simply, it's infested with nanites and these nanites actually help you do damage to, uh, the enemies around the enemy that you're shooting at. And so it has the ability to chain damage very effectively. Uh, and it hits like a truck. So it's just this really, really great weapon that everyone's very excited about. But it was kind of cool because it, it it always starts the same way. It started the same way with Whisper. It started the same way with this one. You you just go on like the game's uh, subreddit and you just see this random post like, uh, guys, I, I found something. I don't really know what I found, but I found something. And then like the community just swarms onto this thing <laughs> and you can just see the posts and the comments. You'd be like, oh, oh, I found this and it leads me to this, but I don't know what it means. And oh, yo, I found that too, but I know it leads to this. And, da, da, da. and so it just... You can slowly see it kind of piece together. And, uh, you know, it ended up, you had to solve like six riddles in order to find these six hidden objects. But then once you found those and went to this certain place, you found a a uh, non-playable character from an alien race uh, who is normally your enemy, but he is your friend. And you actually ended up, uh, you, you helped this non-playable character in a random mission in the vanilla Destiny 2. And, now he's he's come to you asking you for help in in saving this weapon from another one of his kin who wants to steal it from the old Destiny One tower, and so that's that's the mission. You are now making your way through the Destiny One tower, and just as before, you are put on a twenty minute clock, and you have to go through a series of very challenging jumping puzzles uh, to get to the end to fight know, this big mob of enemies and. Uh, in the end, you get Outbreak Prime and it ended up, it's this awesome, awesome quest. And uh, we were all like super pumped to be able to figure this all out. And the act of finding your way through these jumping puzzles is always a really fun challenge because 
it, it is not obvious which way is the best way to go and which which way works and which way is a dead end and which way is a literal hole that will fall and kill you and uh it's just that that excitement that buzz is always very very awesome it's, it's definitely one of my favorite parts of of being in the destiny community so anyway uh, we went through that. I got the exotic. Uh, and then just tonight on stream, we we did the harder version of this mission called the heroic version. And uh, through this, you get what's called the catalyst, which is basically the upgraded version of the weapon. And we also did this very special secret uh, puzzle within this jumping puzzle level. So it's a puzzle within a puzzle. And uh, we are making our way towards this very special cosmetic thing. But now we're getting super nuanced. I don't want to have to do that. But anyway, we're doing lots of cool stuff and there's lots of secrets and it's really great. And I can't wait to do more of it. So we have like two more weeks of of new things to find in there. And it's going to be wonderful. Anyway, it's times like this that are that are basically like my absolute favorite in the game. And it, it ends up making for a really, really great uh, destiny time. So and it's good to be a it's going to be a guardian. <laughs> I got to say that whenever I see or you you talk about these com- these large community event or, or or puzzles where the everybody comes together on the message board and yeah and works together to solve this 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 larger puzzle it sounds really really cool like like the people involved in that aspect of it definitely are getting the absolute best of destiny crazy. Yeah. Yes. And so there, so there's a, there's a destiny subreddit, you know, our destiny, the game. Uh, but there is another subreddit strictly dedicated to these types of things called, uh, raid secrets. And it, it is, they have taken it upon themselves. They are the, the frontline warriors of solving these kinds of puzzles. And it goes as far the, just for reference guys, the secret within the secret that I mentioned is a room that has 49 buttons in it. And you have to use a combination of four different numbers to figure out which of the 49 numbers, 49 panels that you have to hit. And you have to hit the correct panel 49 times in a row using the output from this one screen. And it took the entire community. It took the community two days, two days. That's it to figure this out because so many people are working on this stuff. It's crazy. But that's that's the thing. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure that the destiny developers when they were first imagined the raids they were thinking this is something that one uh, not one uh, uh what how many players can play four five like that amount uh, of people are going to figure it out right how many what's so it they three? make they make puzzles like this like the one that i just mentioned with all the buttons they make this kind of puzzle knowing that a group like raid secrets exists exactly this is not something that that Joe Schmo in Missouri by himself playing Destiny is going to figure out probably ever. Uh, but this is this is a conglomeration of quite literally hundreds, if not thousands, of people working together to figure these things out. And it it really is just so cool to just see these people work together and find you know find out these things. I'm 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 discording you the spreadsheet that I use, and you can just see how much information is needed. I mean, it is rows upon rows of numbers and colors and rooms and terminals within rooms, and it has to be done within minutes, and it cannot be, it has to be flawless. Yikes. So It's insane, I, but it, I mean, we, we, anyway, we did it because we had this resource, and so I am one third of the way to, to getting this, this ship, and I'm super pumped about it. it was just, it's so cool. Nice. That is cool. That is cool um <clears throat> what about you Buddha? Go, uh, uh what what did, what did you play 
Uh, well, you know what? Um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but uh, I had been uh, I got into the uh, the DC Universe uh, streaming app so I could start watching uh, Swamp Thing is is what I really want to watch. Uh, but in the meantime, I've uh, been passing my time off with Doom Patrol and uh it turns out doom patrol is pretty awesome like if you like the umbrella academy yeah yeah and and it's and it's odd and it's weird and uh it uh it's it's been it's been pretty good matter of fact they have new episodes every friday so that's exactly what i'll be doing once we get done with the podcast tonight uh but because i'm on this whole dc kick um i decided to try out the dc universe online game it's uh you know it's free on xbox um you know, you, you you get in there and obviously there's a ton of stuff that they want you to pay for. But, you know, for me, I'm just like, nah, I just want to get in there. I just want to be a superhero for a little bit. Nice. So or in my case, actually, I'm a villain. I ended up making a villain. And so I'm I'm, I'm running around trying to destroy the city. <laughs> but but uh, it's actually pretty fun. Like, it's it's not too bad. I mean, they, they give you very limited things because they want you to go and pay for, uh, you know, the extra powers that you can get, extra cosmetics, and they've got, like, a whole, like, monthly membership, kind of similar to, like, what WoW does. So it's, like, 15 bucks extra a month to play this game to get all the bells and whistles. You can play it for free, uh, but if you want that extra good, good, then they want you to pay for it. So, but uh, I've been playing that, um, and then I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. Um we talked yeah. about it last podcast uh, where they dropped that new uh, patch, uh, basically opening up things for the arena. So if you like PvP, it's pretty it's pretty badass. Um, I actually won uh, a match. I won an arena match. So I was pretty stoked about that. Uh, that and I just wanted to fish. I really wanted to fish in the darn game. And uh, I've been having a blast just fishing, just finding different places to see what I can catch, uh, you know, there's this elusive uh, fish that you can catch, uh, but you have to do it while there's a storm. So I'm kind of storm chasing <laughs> lately, <laughs> trying to trying to uh, you know cast out in a storm so that way I can catch this darn fish. But uh, stuff like that, uh, it's been a blast. The harpoon gun's a lot of fun. It's getting taken. It, it takes a little bit of getting used to um, as far as aiming and whatnot. But it it is pretty cool when you have like your shipmate jumps out there to go get a chest and he can go to the edge of the beach and I can just aim at him with the harpoon gun from the, from the boat and just either drag him or I can drag uh, the chest that he's carrying and bring it right to the boat without him actually having to like swim back and all that stuff. So little things like that, that have been a lot of fun. So I've been playing uh, quite a bit of that. And then uh, last but not least, uh, what I've been getting back into or uh, not really getting back into it. I've been playing it for a while. I, uh, Ghost uh, Recon Wildlands is a game that yeah. is very big and there's a lot of stuff to do. And I've been just slowly chipping away at it, just slowly chipping away. And um, I'm almost there. I'm like, I'm so close. And then, you know, we'll talk about it later about the trailer and stuff, but I'm glad I'm close. <laughs> I'm glad I'm close to finishing this darn thing. But yeah, other than was, that, uh... That was one that I definitely wanted to hop into uh, soon. It was on it was on like super duper sale on Xbox this week, and so I got the uh, I think I picked it up for like fifteen bucks or something like that. So I'm, I'm not bad. Definitely anxious to try it out. 
Not bad at all. I mean, I didn't get any of the DLC for it because, I mean, I've just been struggling to finish just the standard game. But it's a lot of fun. Um, they have really cool game modes that are on there, uh, you know, like Guerrilla Mode, the Ghost Mode, uh, and then obviously the multiplayer, uh, which I, I think that's the Ghost Mode. I'm not sure which one's what. But um, but it's a lot of fun. If you like a tactical shooter, but uh, within a big open area, it's 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 pretty bomby. And I enjoy it, but uh, that's that's, uh, that's what I've been playing. Word, I've that's so bad. like I'll just uh, uh, piggybacking on Wildlands. I've been also recently getting into the the Wildlands. You know, no way. Uh, I, see, my my brother and my sister have been playing it more. Right <clears throat> now, they've been doing the ghost mode. Which is a permadeath, right? It's permadeath. You die, oh your God. character dies. Like, deletes. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Jesus. And uh so so I was like, okay, let's let's get into permadeath, right? And last week I was having a blast. It was so much fun, you know. Uh with that threat of there's a real fear. Whenever, whenever things go wrong, like, oh, oh my goodness, I might die. I might lose everything. You know, it's, it's, it's palpable, you know, that, that hesitation, that, that feeling and things go from completely in control to completely like chaotic in a matter of seconds, you know, uh, and it's pretty intense. So, of course, I die in the most stupid freaking way possible. No. Bro, so <laughs> I'm playing with my brother and my sister. Uh-huh. And we have we have some ro- roles, right? <clears throat> I am sure. not the vehicle driver dude. I just I'm not, you know. In any sure. video game, you know, if there's vehicles and I drive, I suck at it, you know. So, okay. We we leave or we we stop playing together. My sister has to leave. My my brother leaves the game. I'm still in game, and we're talking. I'm just I'm talking with my brother now. I I I make the mistake of of not leaving the game because I'm talking with my character in game, and whenever I do this, I just unconsciously just start taking my character and running around, doing things sure. mindlessly. You know. Yeah, I do that in Destiny all the time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> except my dude is on freaking permadeath, bro. So I hop into a helicopter. Oh, we're talking. I'm we're talking about. Time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about uh, helicopters and how it's tricky. And then I'm like, okay, so I, I, I'm, I'm not not even thinking about it. I run to a helicopter and I start driving. And the next thing I know, my brother's like, um, wait a minute, are, are you still on ghost mode, right? And then. The, as he says this, I, I go into, like, Five Skull territory uh, inadvertently and hear rockets lo- locking onto my freaking <laughs> helicopter. I try and jump out. It it, it it hits and it crashes. It crashes in a ball of flames. And the next thing you know, it's like, your character is deleted. And I was like, no, bro. <laughs> bro, it hurt my freaking soul. Uh, like that I wasn't, I, I wasn't able to get back in. Like I haven't played it since, bro. I was like, bro, this hurt. It hurt. I, it took me a long time, 
You know, however, real, dude, uh, that's going to be a situation where I'm going to be like, dude, that's why you don't play freaking permadeath. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I mean, like I've been playing the game for a hot minute, so I'm like on the tail end. So I'm in like the bad part of these territories. And I, every time I get into these one of these, like infiltrate this big base and there's like 50 freaking guys that you got to kill. I instantly think of Manny and his permadeath situation. I'm like, yo. This is going to be awful to have to deal with on a permadeath basis. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's awful. Like, I literally have to, like, I'm at a point now, I have no choice. I have to be stealthy because my guns blazing technique of just running in there and throwing nades, that's out the window now. These guys are way too strong for me to, like, even, and I've got a lot of my stuff maxed out because I've been playing it for a while. And these guys are like knocking me down in just a couple shots. And I'm like, yo, like I can only imagine what that's going to be like late game for you, Manny. This is going to be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, or you can not play that way. Play like, a yeah. Person. Yeah. Or you can just not, <laughs> you know, you just never play, get to yeah, that it's, point. It's a, just, you know, it's a game doesn't have to be real yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I will say, Dying that way really hurt. It hurt my feelings, you know, in 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 a, in a way that few video games have <laughs> have hurt. Right. However, uh, few. I mean, there are a few experiences like that, like like that that weird this fear of things going wrong uh, at any second. You know, is it's unique because the the consequences are are so high. So. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna give up on it. I'm gonna restart my character. Are you gonna start permadeath? <clears throat> oh, with permadeath, yeah. I'm gonna restart oh, my permadeath okay. character. I have no sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when are you gonna do this, Manny. When are you gonna do this? Maybe I'll try. I'll try. Do you want to? Just for giggles. I, why not? I'm at a point now where it's just like uh, I'm almost done with the with the story mode. Now I've got I'll have some room to just goof around and well, I mean, you know. Try something new, I guess. You can't goof because you'll die and it'll be gone. At least I know what to expect now. So I I know these places now. So like when I go, I'm already like, oh, I know what this is going to be about. Like, this is going to be bad. Like, this is how I need to approach this. Word. Um, The drone is key. The drone is key to this game. That's that's what it's all about. It's all about the drone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like you get your drone perks up for the, for, uh, for your character, man, you probably, that'll probably be the smartest thing because that drone is, uh, you can heal people with your drone. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I was definitely taking a look at it. Uh, the healing things with the drone, EMP, all that, all that fun stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go back in, I'm going to go back in. I'm not, I'm not going to be deterred. It did hurt my feelings, (laughs) but go back in like you went into Hellblade. Uh, yeah. So I will. I well. See, here's the thing. I actually started. I actually started uh, uh, Wildlands. I've yet to actually start Hellblade. However, I I have plans because I'm I haven't been streaming. Uh, plans are good this past week. I am I am setting up things for a YouTube. You know, what I'm saying I because I do want okay. to play it. Plan and I do want some, to share it. Plan on eating some more of that chocolate, apparently, because that's what's going to okay, happen. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> so the chocolate is update on the chocolate. I have acquired yes, said chocolate. It is in yeah. my possession. Um mm-hmm. now nice. I'm gonna have to 
I'm going to have to do a special, uh, you know, record. I say I can't do it now because I might not be able to continue the podcast, right? So. <laughs> it will literally kill you. <laughs> so um, we're going to, I'm going to have to talk off stream or I'm, I'm sorry, off recording uh, with you guys and see if you're going to be available to, you know to be there for me or with me as I try this chocolate, just, just to, to hear the reaction. Uh, we'll record it and we'll I put it up it on YouTube. I think it should be the initiatory YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah t- th- I think that'll, that'll yeah. definitely be it. Well, I think you should eat it while playing Hellblade. <laughs> <laughs> as if I wasn't crying enough already. Right. <laughs> Um, well, uh, I'm definitely going to eat it now. Now, here's the thing. So you don't have to eat the whole thing. Uh, so, so there's two things. Uh, Says you. There's two, <laughs> there's two things with it. Um, this is, you, you by, by just purchasing the, the box from Fuego Box, right? Uh, it's the Choco mm-hmm. Challenge that we're doing. Uh, by just purchasing the Choco Challenge, you donate five dollars to prostate cancer. You know, <clears throat> and they had a goal of 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 raising a hundred thousand dollars, and they surpassed that goal, and that's really cool. You know, so you know it's 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 funny and whatnot, but it supported a good cause, and that's cool. Uh, the second thing is that they're also uh, they're going to select a random viewer, a random uh, video submission. <clears throat> and give them a year's worth of of hot sauce which is which is cool oh. and this is one of those this is one of those like mystery mystery uh gift box type things you know like a loot oh, box like a loot for box? freaking hot sauce yeah yeah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so I, it has to it has to be a video and it has to be made public right uh so i, I mean i'll be damned if i don't do what what the the what's necessary to have myself in the running for this free hot sauce right for the year thing uh and according to them you don't have to eat the entire thing you just have to create a video with the hashtag and try it right <clears throat> so i think yeah, i'm going to only have a, i'm going to leave a, a portion at least one quarter for my brother to try it, because <laughs> I okay. I also will not go with this go through this pain without sharing said pain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I've got it too. I've got it too. So we'll see. I might, Word. Uh, maybe I'll. Feel are you, you going to do it with do me, it with Buddha? You. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I like hot things. You guys are cute. That's gonna be a no for me. I got enough to share with Ty. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me. We could just play our fundamental games. Like I can play Monster Hunter. You know, uh, Manny will play Siege, and uh, and Ty will play Destiny, and we'll we'll all eat at the same time and try to man through our games. There you go. Great. (laughs) You know what? Great. It'd be quality content. That sounds hilarious. Sounds horrible. Sounds absolutely horrible. Um, I, if you do it with me, that'll be, that'll be kind of exciting. You know, I'll, I'm, I'm totally down for that. We, we need to figure we'll out, t- when... we'll talk off recording. We'll try to figure yeah. it out because I know yeah, we're yeah, yeah. trying to figure out a way to, to do the videos and all that stuff. In a, in it, a, it's going to have to be, so. it's going to have to be soon. But, uh, so, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out, keep an eye out. Cause, cause very soon, uh, it'll, it'll likely, well, it'll likely just go to YouTube cause time's running out ASAP. Um, but you can check out the blog, the hardcore casuals.com. 
slash not not the blog uh, hardcorecasuals.com slash podcast to look at the podcast notes for more details um yeah so wildlands been playing that enjoying it uh, uh what else you know playing some minecraft the usual minecraft and siege now siege I, I haven't been mentioning but there's been some new things on siege uh which we will talk about later because it also happens to be part of the news you know but um, i'm i'm fully ready to talk about it <laughs> um so yeah so that that's that, that's been that's been my gaming stuff yeah 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 wait a minute wait wait it's been a long time wait. did oh, you hear, did you hear so that time hear that sound yeah oh. ladies and gentlemen we are back <laughs> feels so good guys thanks so much for being here for the news it is currently may 10th for us 2019 and man this is the first time i've done the news in two weeks it's great to be here well as manny mentioned guys uh we got something really cool yesterday yesterday two days ago when was that was uh, it yesterday? which one well, oh two days ago may 9th it was yesterday yeah uh so ghost recon they they gave you know they put up kind of this ambiguous message a week ago and they're like be there may 9th at blah 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 p.m blah 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 and so, I mean, I, it didn't take a lot of speculation to figure out that they were probably coming out with a sequel. Uh, they have been uh, very uh, forward about putting out new content for Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is usually a really good sign that, that there's going to be a sequel if they feel that it's worth continuing to uh, support uh, a game, even if it came out to mediocre reviews. I don't think I don't think Wildlands really killed it upon release. But, you know, as uh, Manny, you've talked about in the past, and I think we have an article coming out here pretty soon that supports this as well. Ubisoft right now is in the business of supporting their games. Uh, yeah. Not just a release, not just a month later, uh, sometimes even significantly more than a year later. Uh, we've seen it with The Division. We've seen it with For Honor. We've seen it with Rainbow Six Siege. We saw it with Wildlands. We've seen it with Assassin's Creed. I mean, just the list goes on of Ubisoft games that the developers continue to push out content for, uh, continuing to add value to the players for. And so, uh, yeah. So anyway, they with that, uh, they announced Ghost Recon Breakpoint which will be the latest installment coming out. I believe it is October 4th of this year. So it's something to look forward to this fall. And it is going to be once again, another open world uh, tactical multiplayer game. Uh, but instead of taking place in, in Southern America, it's taking place kind of on a, a, like a tropical Island, but it's huge and there's lots of different climates there. And uh, anyway, you're, uh, you are behind enemy lines is what they're talking about. It's the reference for breakpoint is you are, you are there to, to see what's going on, but then your, your squad mates get killed and you get injured, but the enemy is all around you and you have to use uh, tactical gameplay, stealth, uh, uh, and all sorts of, of cool gadgets and, and mechanics. There are some, sur some survival mechanics, but, uh, overall it just looks really well done the camera angle to me and i mean I, this is kind of an opinion to me the camera angle kind of looks gears of war e kind of kind of instead of over the shoulder it's kind of over the elbow but uh the stealth and survival mechanics look really cool it looks like they've done a really good job making a really good looking game and then once again uh i, I would highly expect them to continue to create new content for this game uh many months if not more than a year after it releases and they actually already teased a raid for it as well and as you know i'm all about them raids so i will be there for that and so yeah this is great what did you guys think of the live stream uh i am pumped i'm pumped for it so it's it's funny i didn't i started playing wildlands 
before this was announced. We knew it was coming, you know, at some point. But, uh, you know, with this coming out, man, I'm like super pumped. And I, w- I, w- I need to try and beat, <laughs> struggle through Wildlands uh, to try and play this one. Like, I am super excited about it. It looks really promising. It does, 100%. And I mean, I'm in the boat of I haven't even played Wildlands and I'm excited for the sequel. Uh, just because, I mean, the presentation was great. They did a really good job of keeping the hype going. It was super high quality. Everything looked really good. Like what they were saying was great and what they showed looked good. Like I was really impressed with that half hour show. It was a lot better than a lot of the other like game reveals I've seen over the past couple of years. Just very, very impressed with the developer and uh, with what the game looks like. I well, think, I think uh, they've had time to uh, watch other other people come out and stumble. <laughs> and be like no we don't want to be like that we don't want to do that we want to right. you know right we want it to be pretty clean we want to tell them what they want to hear you know i know a lot of uh, a lot of it was you know a, a lot of people were jumping up and down saying they wanted multiplayer from the jump as opposed to what they did with wildlands where they mm-hmm. came out with the multiplayer a while later uh you know stuff like that that i thought that uh was uh, you know well played but Man, I mean, it looks great. great. Looks cool. Um, you know, obviously, we'll you know, I'm not going to pre-order it because you know, damn right. well, we can't do that yeah. these days. <laughs> so but as, definitely I, got I my mind. Uh, you know, my, got my, own, eyes on. Uh, my own Discord. I think I may have forgotten to post it in our, our little team chat. But uh, without skipping a beat, we absolutely did get the uh, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint classic Ubisoft spreadsheet of the different types of game you can buy and the different things that come with the different game uh, versions. So, I mean, there's, you know, different, you know, uh, as with everything Ubisoft, uh, you can buy the regular version and get just the game. You can buy the Mm -hmm. special version and get the game plus the year one pass. You can buy the super duper version and get the special, you know, cosmetic bonus pack. And then one of them is pretty cool. It's got a bonus mission. So that's good. I'm I'm a little skeptical about putting content behind these paywalls. Uh, Pre-ordering definitely gives you access to whatever the beta is going to be. And then they have a super duper awesome, expensive, like $200 version. And it's got like a figurine and dog tag, soundtrack, steel book, like all the fancy stuff. So anyway, I, I generally end up just downloading the game and doing that. And it's fine. And I think my experience with betas this year made me pretty sad. Uh, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe I'll love Wildlands and be like, bro, I can't freaking wait. Because, uh, I mean, I also, I did enjoy, I, I'll be honest, and this is kind of behind the curtain, guys, but I really did enjoy being able to play the demo and then being able to write about it and tell everyone about it before. Uh, See, <clears throat> that is the like, only... That was valuable to me. Yes, that, that, is, that is, has a true value, being able to... Because I mean, it takes time to formulate your thoughts. And, you know, to, if you want to try and rush the piece out, well, you have two options, right? You can rush the piece out, or you could for for re- maximum relevancy, right? Or you can give time to it and and be you know as as thoughtful and truthful with real life experience, real game time experience as possible. And and those two things are diametrically opposed. I feel, you know. Yeah. So, so. it's I mean it's tough, and I mean we had this struggle this year uh, with Anthem with the division because it's just like because uh, I I point back to. Uh, Fallout 76 as as the day Tyler really got burned because I, I I bought the pre-order so I could get into the beta and then those sons of guns put the beta in like three hour chunks in the middle of the workday so I didn't even get to be a part of the beta except for like 
two hours. So I pre-ordered this game for, for two hours of beta time. And then they had me by the balls and the game came out and we all remember the low quality that it was in. And had I not, mm. had I waited and, and not done that, uh, then I would have known and I would have not bought that game, but here we are now I'm stuck. So I, I was, I was morally against pre-ordering by the time Anthem and division came out. But I remember I came to you guys, I'm like, guys, I got to do this. Don't hate me, but I got to do this because I want to, <laughs> I want to be able to speak from an educated standpoint about this from day one. I, I want to, I, I got to be the guy. Uh, and so I definitely jumped in and for those games, it worked out. I had it like Anthem has its troubles, but I definitely got my hours out of that game. And then the division absolutely ended up being a good investment. So I don't, I don't feel too worried about either of those things. So it'll probably, it might end up falling in here. I think it'll kind of depend on my experience with wildlands though. So we'll see. I'll keep you up to date. Word. Sounds good. So, um, so let me, let me go in with, with some of the things that I thought were really cool with, uh, with breakpoint. Um, like so, 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 so as I've been playing Wildlands, some of the things that uh, I was saying, man, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if you could uh, just move a body, right? Because they they do these things in in other Tom Clancy games, uh, in particular, um, Splinter Cell, right? Super stealth oriented game. You go in, you pick up the body, and you hide it. And it's necessary. Oh, also, um, you know, uh, well, well, that 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 was a huge that was a huge thing, right? Uh, and they added that they added that 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 simple feature, but it's it's really cool uh, to add it. Other things that they added were uh, close combat, like animations, knife kills. For whatever reason, if you go in, you you get up close in Wildlands. There's no like satisfying stealth kill, you know. Uh, this, that was added. Oh yeah. You can, you can, you can grab some and knock them out, but yeah, they could have, there's a wasted opportunity and that was addressed also in in breakpoint. Um, some, so, uh, some, some other cool things that, that I thought was, uh, pretty sweet is, um, the, uh, well, this is mixed. I think there's no AI there's no AI anymore. Uh, instead, you get the robots. To me, I don't care about that. I think that's cool, you know, because the only real thing, at least for me, you can you can tell me if you disagree, Buddha. Uh, the only real use for the AI is is for the sync shot, you know, and they just replace that with the drones. You can you can do up to three sync shots with drones. You fly the drones around, and you or you you line up your shots, and you get the best of the sync shot, which is awesome. Uh, the other, the flip side to that is if you actually have real life, uh, you know, friends to go in, like a squad to roll in, and then the game takes on a whole different, a whole different uh, aspect. Now the way they have it is each individual can get three drones, so that's three synced up shots with your shot so you can potentially take out four people in in one instant right or instance uh each player has that ability so if you have a squad of four you can take out up to 16 dudes in one second right (laughs) i think that's freaking sweet bro i think that is so cool um so uh, so there's lots of there's lots of cool things that are that are added uh into here 
Uh, I, I'm super excited about about um, the 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 raid. All right, <clears throat> that's multiplayer only. You have to roll in with a squad. Uh, like that stuff is cool, right? Uh, also, like you said before, like th- there is a template. Ubisoft has developed the template. The, we know what to expect as far as what type of content they're going to support with. And I'm much more inclined to be like, yeah, this this has value. This game is going to be supported uh, with with like real content for for at least a year. And I think that's cool. I think that's that's all good. You know, Ubisoft is is really swinging. For the fences lately. The last couple of games, they've been learning a lot, you know, and I think I'm I'm excited, and and this video is sweet. I'm you know whatever. I I I, I might I I'm not gonna pre-order, but I'm 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 looking at this one real hard for early pickup. Yeah, I mean you know it, I mean it looks a lot of fun. The only thing though I noticed that it, you know it, it is. There was some stealth moments in there, but for the most part, it looked a lot of a lot of like just seek and destroy type of stuff. Uh, I understand that the wolves are the ones that are supposed to be hunting you down and oh yeah, and all that. Um, but uh, you know, punishment. wildlands like a, like you know, like I was saying, like you know, in wildlands, you you get to a point towards like the end when you're really when you're trying to to kill like those end bosses where you're just having to use stealth as a you know necessary tool to survive because because trying to take them all on at once just gets you blazed out so i kind of hope that they don't mess with that because i you know i i like the stealth stuff it is it makes it um it makes it more of a challenge like like when i first started playing wildlands i would just you know i'd say oh there's a base thing right there well let me just parachute on in and just start shooting stuff uh, I can't do that any longer, and um, I hope it builds upon that. I saw some parts in the trailer where he's basically like hiding in the mud, and I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, so they call that you know, environmental camouflage. It looks really cool, mm, which also means yeah, so. that because because you can in Wildlands you can wear ghillie suits or whatever, but it it doesn't matter what you wear, you're visible no matter what. But here it seems yeah. like stealth is a little bit more serious in, in this game. And I think that's cool. Real cool. Yeah, for sure. And plus, you know, you got the Punisher dude. dude that yeah. almost Great. sold me right there. <laughs> that almost got me right there. I was like, I oh, mean, the only I thing I ever think of when I see him is, is every now and then in the Punisher, he like, you know, he goes full Punisher. And me and my coworkers, we always make the same noise whenever he comes up in conversation. We always just go, <laughs> that's how we like refer to him. <laughs> Yeah, with no doubt. Um, anyway, it'd be good to see him. I think so. Now, now he he was actually introduced in this this most recent DLC drop or mission in Wildlands. Yeah. So is is that what's going on? Because I feel like I just mm-hmm. saw him. So he's a character now in Wildlands, but then also returning as a character for this game. Yeah. So so this is this is Sick. how it's going on is that in Wildlands you you are he's a friend he's a ghost right he's a fellow ghost so a ghost okay. is it uh, is like a super elite stealth like a force dude you know what I'm saying so he's like in that top sure. upper echelon 
uh, of the military, right? And you are you you get to know him. I haven't done this yet, but but uh, you in in the Wildlands, I think it's called the Oracle missions. Uh, yeah. You get to know yeah, him. Just dropped that. Yeah, it, this was this was dropped this this past week <clears throat> or the week before. Very recent. Uh, you get to know him uh, as a friend. And then somewhere between these missions in Wildlands and these next missions in Breakpoint, he is no longer a ghost. He's an ex-ghost, but he understands the tactics, right? So if you look at the trailer, and it's really a well-done trailer, uh, they go through, they show some of the some of the the mechanics and and the music and they're like you know we are ghosts you know we will uh, uh attack you it doesn't matter what the forces uh you have it doesn't matter how big you are we're going to take you down and then the next thing you see is in the last couple of seconds is is uh his name is uh Cole I think it was it is Cole Walker uh it, it, so he you see him he takes off his mask and he's like yeah I'm a ghost too, I, you know. I wouldn't expect anything, anything less, and basically saying like, yeah, the the guys you're facing are are super elite. They're not your your average Joes that you're used to. They're they they are aware of your training. They have the same training, and they are after you, and they expect you. You know, what I'm saying, and I'm Dude, like, bro, excellent. this is cool, really cool. You yeah. know, now that so, goes I mean, that. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Oh, I mean, oh, oh. It's, it's really cool that they decided that you know we're gonna we're gonna introduce this character in one game. We're gonna bring him back, and that means that that this character is gonna have a really strong story arc because we're gonna have to spend plenty of time over the course of of uh, Breaking Point right. learning how he got from there to here. And it's really really cool that they've brought an actor that we know has the chops to to yeah. bring a character like this to life. And totally. They, and they're, putting a face on this that we know and understand and are real I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning about this character because it is this actor so I, this is a great move i'm very pumped. i agree totally and and also it, it it changes the tone right now uh typically ghost recon is a like you're super stealth you know i well uh let me go back and, and read one of the things so so they have this really cool say uh uh um I don't know, narrative that they put in the trailer. Uh, and it goes, uh, a breakpoint is a, is a forced posture change, right? It's Love a it. shift. It's a shift from attack to defend, from defend to withdraw, from recon to survive. It is the moment when a unit has lost its combat effectiveness uh, when it is no longer able to fight. The onset of this inability to carry out a mission constitutes a breakpoint. So I love it. So the whole the whole premise of this game or, or of Ghost Recon before this breakpoint game is you are a small elite force. They they do not know you're coming. You strike fast, you strike hard before they even know what's up, right? But this they flip all of that on on its head and says, "Okay, now they they know you." Personally, they know you. <laughs> they know your tactics. They know your training. They know you're coming, and and they're they have the same training, and they're after you. So so uh, a awesome. You're absolutely right, Ty. As far as like a, a a really good actor, well known, totally can pull this off. I'm excited to learn more. 
Uh, but when I was looking at these dudes, I really was thinking of the Division Two. Now, again, I haven't played the Division 2, but from what I understand of, uh, and I asked you earlier who, who, what the name of these guys, the, the Tusk, right? The Black Tusk. The Black Tusk. <laughs> so these guys are end game for Division 2, but yep. they're like, their AI is, is, is amped up, you know? So I'm assuming that they, they borrowed from Division 2 and, and, and they're, they're using that, that sim- something similar. For enemies in this game, and uh, so what? What are your thoughts on that, Ty? Uh, I mean, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was talking to some buds after watching the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, cool! The Black Tusk are in another game now," because uh, it, it it absolutely looked like that same type of character. But then I guess I can't be like super mad about it. That's what elite soldiers look like, and that's what people know elite soldiers look like. So. Uh, they've definitely set a, a, a dissonance between the two. It's not like they're calling them Black Tusks. They are they are ghosts, or at least some of right. them are ghosts. Right. So we know that we know where they fit in this world, uh, and they definitely fit within the lore of of Tom Clancy. So that's good. Um, I'm curious to see how they act. I, I wonder how much uh, Ubisoft shares information between developers you know how how smart are these guys are they going to flank me are they going to mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. use special tactics or are they just going to shoot at me mindlessly from you know not using cover uh again this is something i'm going to learn more about after i play wildlands just to kind of get a feel for this developer because i don't know them i haven't played a played a game by them probably ever I actually don't even know the name of the developer which is probably a super bad move on my on my part uh but uh it's it's exciting and it's definitely cool um the Black Tusk were an excellent faction for the Division Two, and if they're going to bring uh, their own take on on what elite soldiers look like and and have them act accordingly, heck yeah, dude. Yeah, so these guys, so, so in Division, they're called the Black Tusk. In uh, Ghost Recon, they're called uh, the Wolves, right? The elite, wolves? the Wolves, right? Uh, the elite uh, enemy forces that are actively hunting you down. Um, I think I think there has there has to be some type of sharing because you see a lot of things from one game like influence the next, right? I I feel that Ubisoft is in this place where they are learning from their own mistakes, learning from their own individual game communities, seeing you know uh, their ears definitely to the community, and they pick up things and and then those those lessons move into different games and even different franchises uh which i think is ultimately really really good you know but uh very good Very Uh, either way man look i i can i can go in on on this i'm i'm basically fanboying right now over it and i need to temper i need to temper (laughs) my expectations again get back to uh you know no uh no pre-order manny and uh and and just wait for it you know but either way it looks it looks interesting it looks it looks very very promising and i'm, I'm gonna be taking a hard look at it a boy sounds so, yeah. good all right guys moving on uh this is just a quick note uh we got a little note today uh with rage 2 coming out what is it tuesday of, of this coming week so if you're listening to this on monday it comes out tomorrow check it out uh sorry there's a plane over my i don't know if you can hear on my mic uh but anyway the developers at id and bethesda announced today that they have a twitch extension coming 
this is actually the second time that I've seen something like this. You know, Borderlands just came out with their special Twitch extension. Uh, but it is going to allow people who are viewing a streamer watch, you know, watching a streamer play the game. It is going to allow them to invest some sort of currency into helping them uh, through like reviving them if they die or helping them if they get hurt and stuff like that. So we've had things kind of like this on Mixer with through Mixplay. Some developers have built it in and allowed for, you know, spark usage uh, to spend on whether it's making the game harder or making the game easier or what have you. Uh, we've seen it here and there with some developers, but this will be the first time or the second time, I guess we've seen it on Twitch. The first time I've really seen it implemented. Uh, it's pretty cool. So if you like rage two and you like watching it and you like, you know, helping a streamer out, if they get into trouble, uh, maybe check out someone who's streaming it on Twitch and you can check out this extension and see how it goes. So it's pretty cool. I wonder if that extension is going to carry over to other streaming platforms to where. Yeah. I mean, we had, de- we definitely had this question since, you know, all of us are, are mixer guys. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, if I would expect this to come anytime soon because this was likely developed in, in tandem with Twitch and I'm sure their, their systems are different than the way that Mixer does theirs. Uh, I would love it to. I mean, I love it when, whenever we can engage viewers more, it's better, right? That's a win. Uh, but you know, oh, well, so right. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just it's good cool. to see things happening and good to see any, any good news for the streamer space is generally good news for the entire streamer space. Right. So good news for Twitch is, is generally going to end up being good news for Mixer at some point because people who develop for Mixer, they see this and they say, oh, there was a big demand for this sort of thing. Let's start working on things like that for Mixer. Right. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's like you said, it's something that we have seen, right, uh, on Mixer's Absolutely. side, the whole the whole yeah. uh, extra layer of. of uh, yeah, we saw it with uh, Vermintide, too. We saw it with uh, Killing Floor. We saw mm-hmm. it with, wow, a lot of games have had it. What was uh, yeah. that one, like, Left 4 Dead type? Oh, that one you just named, too. It was Killing Floor, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Killing Floor. There was uh, well, a... Oh, you, are you talking about Vermintide? Nah, what, it, was, it, was, it was like Aliens. Oh. Oh, uh... I, it's the one you I said you didn't like. I can't remember, <laughs> but it was very much... I know when that I used was, to play Descenders. Descenders was like that. I think I know like what you're talking about, Danny, but I definitely can't put a name on that one. Me, yeah, me neither. But it was cool, though. It's like it was Earth definitely Fall cool. Or something. Hey, that sounds right. Earthfall, Earthfall. you're Earthfall? right. That's it. Is it Earthfall? I think yeah. you're right. Nice job. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know. At <laughs> least back in the recesses of his mind. He's like, Earthfall. Well, I just remember like playing Descenders... And it's like you're on a mountain bike and you're it's like all like all downhill like race course and there's a button that that your viewers can press to like take your brakes out of the equation so you have no brakes you just you're just flying down the mountain and you Get can't out, like really? stop or, you, know, you, you can't slow down yeah that you is know, stuff like that so it's I think yeah, it's fun. Stuff? It's, it makes things interesting absolutely absolutely I, I know like for for Earthfall uh, they had it so that you could spawn weapons or health and or enemies right and of course you turn that on and you're basically asking for uh the game to be unwinnable you know what i'm saying uh but it it is it it was always a fine line with like cooldowns for when people can help and when they can hurt Uh, yeah i remember warframe actually did a small test like a year ago on this sort of thing 
and people are able to just basically flood shields onto the player and make them invincible. But then you could also press the button that would make it so that they weren't allowed to use their primary weapon, only their secondary weapon. And so uh, the developer who was testing it was live on stream. And I was like, well, I guess I'm a pistol main now, but I'm unkillable, so it doesn't matter. And so they just ran the like level after level with just a pistol and infinite shields because that's what people kept just spamming. <laughs> uh, so they're like, yeah, I guess we'll have to tweak this a little bit, but there it yeah. is. It's coming at some point. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I, either way, uh, I think across the board, it, uh, it is recognized that more interaction, right? Uh, like baked in interaction uh, with with the, the streaming platforms uh, or the streamer, uh, the video game and the audience. Uh, that is the future of streaming, you know? So this Absolutely. is, it's cool. It's exciting to see, you know, more games. Now, I, I hope, because uh, Rage 2 looks pretty freaking sweet, you know. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a fun uh, shooter, you know. Uh, I would hope that, that this is uh, eventually or something similar to would come out uh, to Mixer. But but either way, like you said, what's, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it I've is, never heard uh, that, but I love it. Really? No? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this... I just... Dude, you're so old. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so old. I'm falling out of that time capsule, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, but like it, it ultimately is good for for the entire streaming, you know, platform, if you will. You know, the, the so so yeah. GG, excited. There you go. GG. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on, guys. Uh, we got another kind of, I guess, good confirmation this week uh, from the Anthem developers. There was news last week. I think you guys talked about about some of the larger head developers, the director, the producer, moving on to uh, what is likely Dragon Age Four, uh, and that was, you know, quote, a sign of the times ending for them. But anyway, there was a call for quarterly earnings for EA this week. Um, EA is a publicly traded company, so every quarter they have a call to talk about how they did and how they didn't do. And uh, the following quote came out, and I'm going to read a tweet from another one of the main kind of developers for Anthem as well. So the launch of Anthem in Q4, and what they mean by Q4 is uh, what we would consider Q1, January to March, but that actually is referencing the Q4 of their fiscal year, which ends at the end of March. The launch of Anthem in Q4 did not meet our expectations. However, we believe that we believe in the team at BioWare and we also believe that they set out to achieve with this this with this game, building a new IP and melding genres to reach a new audience. Players have spent more than 150 million hours in Anthem since launch, and we've heard from them that the beauty and the expanse of the world is stunning and that traversing the environment in a javelin suit makes for amazing gameplay. However, we have also heard feedback from our community about issues that began to manifest as the game reached scale, and they want more depth and variety in their mission modes and the game. The team is now very focused on continued improvements to the game and will bring more content updates and in-game events that will enhance and expand the Anthem experience. Also, Chad Robertson, uh, and if I remember correctly, Chad Robbins is the head of live service for BioWare. Sorry. And he uh, tweeted out uh, last week, we remain 100% committed to Anthem and look forward to showing players the new content we are working on. We want to make sure that we aren't over-promising, so our updates on what's coming in the game will be focused uh, when we have things near completion. 
along with Ben Ervo, who's another one of the directors for the game, along with Ben Ervo and I, we've got a big team in uh, between Austin and Edmonton focused and motivated for improving the game. We appreciate your support uh, and for being with us on this journey. So there's obviously a, a worry surrounding Anthem that it's going to end up like Andromeda, where we're going to get a couple updates and then EA is just going to say, okay, you know, clean off your hands, start and move on to the next thing. Uh, and when, and we would not get what would be the full suite of DLC for a game. You know, that's what happened with Mass Effect Andromeda. That's what people were thinking would happen with this one because the release was obviously pretty jarring. This is them saying they don't want people to think that, that this is not that. They're going to continue working with Anthem. We're going to continue to see content updates. We're going to continue to see whatever the cataclysm in it, cataclysm is, if it's a raid, if it's a big event or whatever. We're going to see all these things. We just have to give them time uh, and you know it'll get there. So that's good. They're coming in optimistic and hopefully uh, things continue to develop. The Anthem, again, remains a game I really want to succeed. Uh, I don't think it did everything it could have. Obviously, the uh, release was rougher than it should have been, um, to put it really nicely. Uh, but I want it to do well. I, I, I've, I've seen those developers interact with their community. Uh, they, they come off as very genuine, very sincere, very positive people, and I want them to do well because I, you know, think they can create cool things. And uh, I think this game has a ton of potential. It's just not quite there yet. So, Anthem, yeah. Anthem, yeah. I think yeah, potential I mean, is right. You know, like like the the world looks cool, right? It's it's a beautiful looking game. Um, I've always said that, you know, because it is. <laughs> and the lore seems really cool. Like all the lead up to it was like, man, this this is looking like pretty damn deep, you know. Uh, and they just need to flesh that out a little bit more. And I think I think all in the long run it'll be good, but. It was sure as hell a rocky a rocky introduction, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but well I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I am I'm ruined for it. I think that's just like I think I think the games are just gonna continuously improve as they go along. You know, I mean Ubisoft uh, I think Ubisoft has pretty much set that template out there. Like, don't give up on the game, keep providing content for it. You're gonna get people to come back eventually if you do it right. And I think that I think it took a little bit for EA to realize this. I think um, had they realized this when Andromeda came out, we probably would have gotten more support for it and they would have done more for Andromeda. But, you know, they weren't I don't think they were in that zone yet. Uh, nowadays, though, uh, being, you know, there was so much work and time and effort put into Anthem to be that big hit. Uh I think they have no choice. They've got to, they've got to step it up and continuously, you know, work on it and make it better and give the players that are playing it on a regular, what they want. Um, you know, I, I just, I think I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised that they're not going to continue to work on it. Cause I think that's just the like triple a developers. Now I think that's just what it is now. They're once they buy into it, they're, they're, they're committed to it and, you know, sink or swim. I mean, look at for honor for Ubisoft. I mean, a lot of people, felt like that game was just you know it was fun for a little bit and then it just bleh. but if you look at it, you go back and look at it. i haven't played it but when i go back and look at it they're, they're they were constantly dropping content for it mm-hmm. and uh you know wildlands is the same same thing you know lukewarm arrival and but you know next thing you know they're dropping stuff like the predator mission and the sam fisher mission and it's like whoa like 
I didn't even know anybody was still playing this, but you know, they're still, they're still plugging away at it. And I think that's what Anthem's going to have to be like. They're just going to have to keep plugging away and, and uh, you know, you know, I think, I think I said it before, like a year from now or whatever, this will be the game that everybody wanted it to be. You know what I mean? It just, they have to take their lumps and, and hopefully make the right corrections and uh, you know, it'll end up panning out, you know? I mean, I still like, it's like Manny said, I think the game looks great. You know, flying, flying uh, in that javelin is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, but, you know, they've got to add that, that little extra, man. They need that little extra in there to keep people there uh, for longer periods of time. So we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. I I, I mean, you know, I, I have to disagree with the whole, like, that's how games uh are now right i think i think it's an unfortunate well, precedent I, that yeah many games right 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 and, have, I, and i understand where you're going with that man but that's not what i meant it's, it's the way it is now when somebody comes out with a game they need to bring and keep building on that game not give up on it that's what i'm getting at. yes yes, uh, yes i understand yes, you don't yes. like games being broken when they come out yes. and and yeah unfortunate that's unfortunate but but shit happens everything can't be apex legends and all right. that jazz but I think uh, we when when they these these guys that push these games on us and get us to spend that sixty seventy bucks, you damn well better keep supporting it uh, yeah. for for those of us that paid up that money and put that up front. Uh, yeah, that's the that, way I think about it. Like that, I one hundred percent agree with. Absolutely, like like this whole uh, well, this like post launch support. Record this. <laughs> well. <laughs> What? Well, well, oh, oh, I'm agreeing. Yeah, yeah. No, the po- I totally 100 percent agree. Uh, the post-launch support has to happen, and, and I think anytime you right. don't like with Andromeda, it's like a black mark. You know what I'm saying? Because then, then, then you have yeah. nothing but worry. Like EA has a history of straight up, you know, shuttering developers over over failed projects. Like, and there's nothing but worry. You know, is 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 Bioware next? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and those are un, uh, unfortunate, you know, mental uh, uh, humps or whatnot that that have to be overcome uh, for the public. But that's all. That's only because it's precedent that's been set for them. You know. But you're right. Um, they broke it. They better fix it. And and, and hopefully it it will be the game that everybody hoped it would be. But uh, but yeah, only time we will shall tell. see. We shall see. All right, Manny, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you this softball. Why don't you take the next one? Ah, the softball. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about the siege. Let's talk about the siege. Uh, the siege. So, real quick, <laughs> siege <laughs> dropped a, 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 an update, and I wrote about this before on on, on the blog. We knew it was coming, uh, but it was just recently released i believe it was a uh, two on the ninth i think it was officially released but whatever uh it is reverse friendly fire right so what does that mean so so in this game in particular uh but in first person shooters and i guess multiplayer games where there's friendly fire team killing is a thing you know and and in Siege, it's it's a pretty big deal, you know, as they have an ongoing war against team killing uh, within within Siege. And they, they started off with doing, uh, like, banning, right? You, 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 you uh, kill a teammate, you 
you get banned for a certain period of, of time, right? You can't play multiplayer and whatnot. Sure. That hasn't really worked. So so what they ended up doing was this this new mechanic. And it, again, it's called reverse friendly fire. And, and from the name, you can get an idea of what it what's happening here. So it goes into detail, uh, and the article is 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 going to be in the description. You could also check out the Ubisoft's. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Ubisoft's uh, uh, Siege blog developer patch notes, which goes into explicit detail of what's of what's going on. In short, if you do damage to a friend friendly fire you can there's two ways you can so let's say you do an inadvertent headshot right so that's instant death uh you are going to be warned hey you know don't don't attack uh, your teammate and then your the person who died can look at the replay or whatnot and say was this intentional or not and oftentimes you can it's clear to to tell so there is a forgiveness feature uh on on that on those instant death type mishaps and it does happen right so so we can the the you can uh you you do damage do a headshot the the person who died can forgive or not there's also a different way of triggering it it's you do a certain amount of friendly fire uh, so you pass a damage threshold, and now you have this reverse uh, damage um, uh, effect on you. And any damage past that point, uh, you the damage happens to yourself. You know. So this is all early. So far, so good. I, I I've I've played with it a couple times. Uh, I haven't. I've I've actually I've seen it in action. It seems fair. It seems balanced. Seems very straightforward, and it hasn't really s- slowed down any team killing <laughs> that, that I can see. But I think right you now, think so? if people are testing it, you know, what I'm saying that's exactly what's going on. People are freaking testing so what's going on. So it only works after you've killed somebody. You, like, you either a kill somebody or b pass a certain team damage threshold so let's say i do like uh, i don't know exactly what the percentage is but you know 15 percent just throwing out a number on each player and that brings you past the threshold it doesn't you you won't uh you won't have to get to a point where there's a death you won't have to get to a point where where uh your teammate has to forgive you like once you pass that damage threshold you you have reverse friendly fire for the rest of the game mm. which i think is cool i like it i i think it's good i think it's but a good move on automatically <laughs> well, I, well the right thing is the that accidents happen I, I they 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 totally happen you know i mean i i, I honestly don't think i've been in in a single play session where I haven't, or either myself or or a friend has inadvertently, you know, killed a teammate. <laughs> you know, but either way, I think it's really good. I think they said that this is, uh, it's not perfect. This is just the the first iteration, the first step. They're going to continue to 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 work this, but this this whole system of reverse friendly fire, bringing that damage. Once you pass that threshold, bringing it right back to the the person inflicting that said damage, I think it's a good idea. I mean, and, it, it, for, for most of the time, you have a reasonable idea if the team kill was on purpose or not. Yes. Right. And so most of the time, most of the time 
this this works out pretty well. I mean, my worry is like, what if someone accidentally brushes you and, and you know, say, say you're low on health and they accidentally clip you on the shoulder and you're dead and you're like, no, oh, well, like that was definitely like, what if, what if it gets misinterpreted? Uh, but I guess that same ethos could be applied to the system as it was before, whether they decide to report you or not, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, I mean, I don't know this, this is a very complicated problem. And I was thinking about asking you like, Annie, Manny, what do you think the answer is, but man, I don't know if there is like a right answer for this sort of thing. I think this is a good step, but there's still holes in it. I've, I've never heard, I've never heard of any system like this in a game. Like I've heard of the whole, you know, you can vote to kick, right? That's a thing. Uh, and they've, they've done that. They, they do the whole time bans and you people have been banned from, from playing ranked and or casual for, for weeks at a time. You know, the, the, for every infraction, you you uh, you get a longer period of time until you're permanently banned. But here's the other problem: is people create like it's easy to create accounts. Everybody has like two, three different Smurf accounts or whatnot. It's freaking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you get banned on one account, like oh well, whatever. Dude, Smurf account. Make up and make up a new account, and I'm team <laughs> killing in the next. Damn you know. Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think I've never heard of anything like this. I think it's definitely uh, at least within Siege, it's team killing is it has reached epidemic proportions. You know, what I'm saying like it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> and I think this is a, a good first step. You know, it needs work for sure, but they're going to continuously look at it and monitor and see what what does what. Not so like not every explosion. Uh, here's one one of the the nuances, right? Um, so if you throw a C4 at somebody and you blow it up and you kill somebody, like that's almost always on purpose. And you're going to instantly go into past the damage threshold and instantly have, uh, wh- whether you're forgiven or not, you're going to have this mark on you. So a future damage goes across. But other explosives don't. For example, like say the Capkin Trap. It's very difficult to do team damage on a Capkin trap. The only way that happens is if so, the enemy team accidentally triggers it within a very close radius of a player, and then that does damage to the you know like I want. Nah, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's very difficult to do that. I've seen it done, <laughs> you know. I've seen it, but it's it's rare. So that that won't count. That's an, a totally inadvertent type of team damage, you know. Oh, another thing that's interesting. Let's say the Tachanka gun. Currently, the way that is 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 uh, other players can grab onto the Tachanka gun, and I I, I I think my understanding is that the gun itself could break if some if somebody takes it the the and starts shooting the team, the gun will will dismantle. Which is interesting. Wait, serious? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it, it, interesting. They're they're working it out. Reverse friendly fire. Yeah, I I commend them for for really looking at at uh, or taking what is it like the player experience? I guess I guess it would. This is you know, like the community community health. I guess. They're, either way, they're they're taking a real serious look at it, and there's a whole team dedicated on this 
on developing this this new thing and balancing it out and creating a better experience for everybody. So, GG. GG. Well, I hope it works out for him, honestly. I mean, that's it's a pretty serious problem, and it's wrecking what could be a really good experience for a lot of people, so I hope that gets figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a little more long-winded than I intended it to be. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm going to just let you roll, man. You did great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so big news uh, this week. We're going we're gonna, to we're kind of descending into some heavier stuff here, guys. Uh, but it was announced this week that a U.S. senator from Missouri, uh, Senator Josh Hawley, today announced that a bill that would ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions in, quote, games played by minors... Uh, a broad label that Senator says will include both games designed for kids and developers who knowingly allow minors to engage in microtransactions. All that is going to be banned now, I guess, as a part of this bill. And so uh, there's a there's a whole article on it from Kotaku by Jason Schreier, who we talk about here on uh, podcasts all the time. It's not a huge article. I definitely recommend you all go read it and check it out. Uh, but so they're basically saying they want to ban loot boxes. Um Loot boxes doesn't seem to be defined here. Neither uh, does a does a game played by minors seem to be very well defined, I guess. There are a lot of games that I could argue are games played by minors rated everywhere from E to M. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think there is no such thing as a game that is not played by minors, which is exactly why it is worded the way it is worded. So they could they could apply this logic to any game if they wanted to. And they have banned loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions. So, again, also, I don't think either of those terms are well-defined enough to for us to feel good about it. Um, I like that there are people looking at this. I don't like that there are laws being made about this. However, I think that for the most part, outside of the mobile game industry... The gaming industry has already done a very fair bit of self-regulation in no small thanks to Star Wars Battlefront 2 in December 2017. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they really pushed the envelope as far as the quote-unquote pay-to-win microtransactions. Remember, you could pay for this special currency that allowed you to open special boxes and that was what allowed you to open up the different type of Jedi and there were some Jedi that you had to unlock this way uh, or else it would take you hundreds of hours to like, hundreds of hours to get to them. And these Jedi, like Darth Maul, for example, were significantly stronger and, and unbalanced compared to the ones that were immediately available. And people, I mean, you you guys remember that we were there. People rioted. It was a huge It was freaking crazy, bro. Uh, yeah, it was a hot mess. I think, I think EA made some sort of statement on Reddit and it ended up being the most downvoted post in Reddit history. Some, you know, many dozens, if not hundreds of thousands of downvotes on this post about like, we believe that we need to balance a blah, blah, blah. It was just the most, the biggest word salad you've ever seen from PR. Uh, and, and since then, you know, we don't have loot boxes. We don't have pay to win microtransactions has become a marketing point for many games, mm-hmm. including those coming from EA. And so like, yeah, that's like this law exists, but the, the industry is already doing so much. Uh, and I've seen a couple of people look at this and say, okay, cool. So finally Fortnite will be regulated. I would argue that Fortnite doesn't fall under this. I don't think Fortnite has loot boxes. And it's also freaking free, for God's sakes. 
Yeah, I mean they're not talking about they're not talking oh. about paid games though. They don't make any distinction between games that you pay for and games that you get for free. Uh but like Fortnite actually has a pretty reasonable system in that if you see this skin and you want it, you pay a bunch of money and you can have it and the skin does nothing for you gameplay wise. It is right. it is not a pay to win mechanic. It is not behind a gambling uh I shouldn't say gambling, but it is not behind a, a a RNG box either. It's very straightforward. The problem with Fortnite in my opinion is that the skins cost $20. Uh, for the highest tier ones. And I just think that's egregious, yeah. uh, especially when you know that uh, there are many young kids who see certain skins in Fortnite as status symbols and these become as important to their identity as what they wear and, and what they, you know, you know, how they act at school and who they hang out with. Like these are important social things to them. And so if they're going to put that behind these huge paywalls, then that's, that's an issue for me, but that is not the, the, uh, that's not what is going on with this law. This is, this is uh, uh, government making a law regulating something that I don't think they really know nearly enough about to make a educated law about, or really have any business getting in the middle of what should be honest conversations between parents and children. So that's uh, that's my thoughts. Yeah, I think that's what parental controls are for. Like honestly. Yeah. And honestly, Xbox and Sony have done a really good job of putting parental controls in front of purchases. I know, I know Xbox will not, well, you can make it so that, uh, you're like, no one can buy anything on this Xbox without a password. Like you can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's easy. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 90% sure you can do that on a Sony and it's so easy for some parents to just be like, Oh, well, I'm tired of putting this in for my kid. Cause they always want to buy stuff. They'll just, I'll just make it automatic, but then it can get out of hand very quickly. Just like you said, dude, it's just gotta be like, if you, if parents want kids to stop buying stuff, then just change the credit card. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. You can control that sort of thing. I don't know. I think this is just, uh, I don't know. The same old crap. It always is. Be honest well, we, with you. I think they're just a little late to the show. You know? They are I mean, late to the show. Yeah. It you feels know, like like we're done uh, research. I feel like it's crazy talk, man. It's freaking crazy talk. Uh, like when this first happened, when when Battlefront Two came out, uh, and the world was was going crazy. You know, it was a little bit. Uh, it was a, a very sharp, as an almost surreal backlash, right? But then it went a little crazy, where where like national bodies were talking about loot boxes you know what i'm saying like making making like government laws against it and having it be part of the government vernacular for multiple nations i was like bro this this is out of to me it's like out of hand you know what i'm saying like government overreach galore you know and now this this is introduced I feel like it's already late like you said buddha it feels it feels late to the freaking party you know, because the 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 community, the industry already acted. You know, people are afraid of 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 uh, you know incurring the wrath of of the, the the loot box wrath again. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like like the, that type of mechanic or whatnot is is disap- has disappeared. It's always been right. You 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 pay a little a little something, or you could do a little XP. And you you get some in-game goodies. Like, that's part of the deal. That's leveling up. You know what I'm saying? It's always been <laughs> in all games. You always level up. You always get better stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And and <laughs> there's there's a clear red line. You know, like we, we nobody wants to again reoccur that that whole mistake of of the Battlefront two. Nobody wants that. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's and it's you know, when we're talking about cosmetics. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, like you know, I was just talking about earlier about the DC Universe Online that that. Now, I feel like that's that's more play to win than anything else out there. But nobody's making you play to win. You know what I mean? Nobody's making you do it. Uh, obviously, I haven't done it. You know what I mean? If I do see something that I feel like I I must have it, well, then you know it should be up to me to be able to 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 buy it if that's if that's what I want to do. Um, Agreed. So I, I don't know. I mean. I mean, I, I feel like this is just a, a, a way for these games to make some side money. And, uh, and it makes them pay attention to the game, makes them continue supporting the game um, on a long term. You know what I mean? Like, if you look mm-hmm. at Fortnite and all the cool skins that they put out, uh, you know, yeah. You know, they, they, they want people to be able to buy those skins to look cool in the game. It's a third-person game, you know? They, people, yeah dig that kind of stuff absolutely so and they always will um, yeah they always will they want Everybody the, they want the bling right? yeah <laughs> either grind for it or you pay for it one of the way one of the ways right as, as, as long as That's it's right. cosmetic it's you know whatever it's all good in my opinion as long as it's com- cosmetic it's all good and and, and i uh, you see that reaction has already happened it's already incurred like people understand what gamers or the gaming community at large is willing to accept and what is not you know and the gaming community itself is a little bit more more uh hip to to looking at these like the in-game economy at this point is something that is huge in every single game and it's something that is that is looked at critically you know very intensely every single time you know what I'm saying? It's part of the ethos now. Uh, so again, this, this bill is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Uh, again, I'm going to say it's o- government overreach. The like you said, uh, but nothing has come. Uh, like you said, Ty, nothing has really come out of this. Is a lot of very loose language, and that's the thing that it's all kinds of red flags to me. You know. When like, <clears throat> what exactly does it mean to to monetize addiction? Like, again, like anytime you have any type of of leveling up type thing, you put a little little twinkly sound or whatnot on the level up. Like that's that's all part of the whole quote unquote, you know, an addictive uh, mechanic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we like bells, we like whistles, you know. We like the little charm, little little pop up that says, "Hey, you did you did it, you did good." You know, it does. It, we we, yeah. it, we like this stuff. You know, and would that be quote unquote addictive? You know what I'm saying? But um, pot- potentially depends on how how you read this, and that's the problem with these types of things, man. You introduce the uh, it's, uh all right. The mentality is people say, "Oh, there's a problem. Something has to be done." And that's that's the that's the the logical fallacy that people fall into. Like, well, something we got to do something. Well, uh, to me, what's the things that should be done are like a self self policing and 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 get get better at, at understanding 
what is going on with the with uh, these products with game developers and whatnot you know what i'm saying like as a parent know what your kids are doing <laughs> you know it's important to figure out what's going on with these things and if you want your your, your own child to to have this or not but once government gets in control that's a wrap they're gonna ex. They, they, well, their foot is in the door. Next thing you know, they'll be sleeping in your bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just like my dog Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So, whatever. You know, I hope it goes nowhere. This is is a huge red flag to me. Uh, I hope I hope it's dead on delivery, purpose. You know, per- personally, but, but but we'll we'll see. We shall see. All right, we got one more. I think, uh, Manny, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys kind of touched on the beginning of this story last week, yes? We were uh, were going to. That's one of the things we we left off. We got caught up in a heated Sonic debate. (laughs) (laughs) Then I I completely understand. Uh, Okay, so last story story for today. Um, Last week, two weeks ago? Last week? Last week we saw the very first of borderlands 3 uh as as the resident looter shooter aficionado this ish has me super hyped i'm so excited for borderlands 3 borderlands 2 was my jam loved playing that i love to see what they've learned over the past what seven years since that has come out uh obviously they were the kings of awesome content to come out post-launch as well uh the the post-release dlcs for borderlands 2 are like in my opinion, some of the best ever made, especially the one that's D and D flavored uh, Borderlands two is just absolutely phenomenal. Their sense of humor and their understanding of loot mechanics and uh, progression are just all top notch. So I'm very excited to see more. And we got a really good look at what the game is going to look like when they did this really big, like influencer event. Um, they invited a bunch of streamers and YouTubers and, you know, gaming personalities all to come to LA and see the show and then play the game for a while. And so we got, we got to see what some of the the vault hunters look like. We got to see what their abilities look like. We got to see what gameplay looks like, what missions look like, what progression looks like to a degree. And I'm telling you guys, it looks really good um, to the point where it's even uh, a lot of the people who played it say it feels like I'm shooting in Destiny, but in Borderlands. And Destiny and Bungie are just world class when it comes to shooting and uh, shooting mechanics, first person shooter mechanics. They're excellent in Destiny, which is one of the best things about that game. And so to say that Borderlands 2 has everything that Borderlands has, but now they're bringing in that kind of precision and gameplay is is incredible. So I'm very excited about that. So a lot of people got super hyped about this game. And towards the end of the conference, uh, Randy Pitchford, who's the, I think he's the CEO of, of Gearbox, I believe. Uh, he was on stage and he he stated pretty definitively, this game has no microtransactions. Um and it didn't take long for someone to pick up the fact that he said that when there has also been messaging that the game is is going to have microtransactions in the form of of directly purchasable cosmetics. And Borderlands 2 had the exact same thing. It's Again, it falls perfectly under the umbrella of things that I find 100% okay. If you'd like to look like a pumpkin, you're welcome to look like a pumpkin. You can buy that skin directly and it's yours. Um, it is also possible that you may find it as a random loop drop within the game, but if you want to purchase it, great, go do so. And I think that's fine. I think if they want to monetize the game that way, that's all well good. Uh, this is a first person shooter, so I don't get a lot of kick out of making my 
person look amazing uh, because I never see my person outside of emotes. So uh, anyway, so someone picked up on this Game Informer, I believe, and they released a story like oh, CEO says there's no microtransactions, but there actually are. And he basically responded back like saying like, uh, and pardon my language, like, why are you trying to fuck me? Like, and he goes on Twitter and he t- says this in public, like, why are you doing this to me? And it was just this big brash thing. And uh, so automatically this like big, weird, awkward shadow is shined on Gearbox from their CEO. And so this was a really bad look. Uh, anyway, that was last week's story. This week's story uh, is you know, kind of worse than that. Uh, actually, definitely worse than that. So I'm going to go over to gamesindustry.biz. Uh, thanks to uh, James Batchelor for putting this together. It's a nice, uh, nice article, but basically the uh, gentleman who was the former voice of Claptrap came forward and said that he was not going to be the voice of Claptrap because of a pay dispute. Uh, that he had with Gearbox. But then Randy Pitchford came out and directly contradicted that, saying it wasn't a pay dispute. Uh, you know, you're wrong. And then it went back and forth a couple more times publicly on Twitter to the point where David Eddings, again, the voice actor, listed the following series of tweets. This one's long. Bear with me for just a moment. It's all crazy and you want to hear this. <laughs> So David Eddings says, I was fine moving on after Gearbox, but when my former boss, i.e. Randy Pitchford, starts mouthing off about various aspects of my employment, including how, quote, highly compensated I was and how, quote, generous he is, I feel obligated to correct the record. I held out a lot of mixed feelings when asked to to reprise the role of Claptrap late last year and eventually realized that I was willing to put differences aside and do something cool for Borderlands fans with my friends at Gearbox. I ultimately offered to do it for free in exchange for past royalties owed, plus an apology for something I've never spoken about publicly until now. Randy Pitchford physically assaulted me in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis at GDC 2017. Personally, I think Randy's been on a tilt for the last few years. He's not the victim he portrays himself to be. He even I even blocked him a couple of years ago for stalking me on social media. Enough is enough. It's nice not feeling the need to spot any sleight of hand these days or wonder if the card was chosen or forced. I'm happy to be free from the half-truths and full-on deceptions and thankfully no longer hear people referred to as, quote, muggles like a con man refers to a mark. As an aside, it seems a bit conspicuous that he chimed in on my salary but didn't mention anything about the $12 million in revenue he siphoned away from the employee royalty pool. FYI, Gearbox employees are asked to take lower salaries with the promise of royalty shares. 2K says they won't give a statement regarding the ongoing lawsuit, but if the allegation is false, then it sure seems easier to just deny it since that's the only reason they've mentioned. The whole thing stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. That's, so there uh, you this, go. Was, this was pretty damn juicy. This is pretty, pretty damn juicy. It's juicy, but it's just like, couldn't have this, this seems, don't you feel like a weird dude standing while two people are fighting in front of you? And it's just oh, like, yeah. what do you do? Except sit there quietly and not get involved. Well, the thing is that, that this, you know, two guys, but well, one of them is a freaking CEO of a freaking million dollar company. Like, like you, you don't. Like he seems a little bit, 
I don't want to say un, unhinged or off the handle, but he's he's very he's too quick to make things public, to, you know, to do a public spat. Like he has maybe some type of impulse control or something, you know what I'm saying? Issue, but you don't normally see CEOs mouthing off like that, you know. With the whole Game Informer thing, I was actually pro. Randy Pitchford on that, you know, because because uh, there there was a tweet before before this the the tweet that that Randy was was getting all upset about. They posted uh, their headline, which was a little different. It read, uh, "Gearbox it was- CEO Randy Pitchford says Borderlands Three quote won't have any microtransactions quote outside of purchasable cosmetic items." Right, so they they did mention that. They and, mentioned it, know. but they when when they announced the article via tweet, they had like some weird gotcha uh clickbaity title on it, and I think that's what he was more responding to. Right. Right. Uh and right. It, when when in reality it's just all over like semantics because what Randy believed he was saying was there's no like pay to win, free to play snatch and grab in this game. And I I get that. But he it came but it he he said it as there are no microtransactions. Right. So he's defining it differently. And now we're talking semantics, which is what the Game Informer Game Informer article came out as. So yeah, I mean he was a little I, I believe he was justified in being probably a little upset because he's getting called out on semantics instead oh, yeah. of the good the good news of of what their model is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, someone's gotta rein that in, man. You can't have someone who stands in front of a, a group of a hundred people representing them talk like that because i mean honestly this his actions have legitimately shined a light on borderlands that that cast doubt on my jumping into that game like uh, i i still want to buy it i'm still okay with it but man i just i don't look at gearbox the same knowing that (laughs) you're right yeah and well that's a bad look if this was done by anybody in charge of the social media accounts for a corporation, they would be fired. They would, they would, but right, like seconds so. after you hit enter, there'd be an apology uh, from from the new person that just replaced their job. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'd be out. Except this dude's the freaking CEO, man. And, you know, his mouthing off, do, do, working yeah. his magic tricks and whatnot. You but, know, but it's at just. One it, point, at what point does the the Gearbox board of executives, or does do, do people from 2K, the people publishing the whole thing, come in and say, "Randy, shut it, right. just I, chill." Shut up. I have to believe that we these conversations are happening game, but you right are, now. You could be legitimately and negatively affecting the outcome of this game because of your shenanigans. Yeah. It's right, man. Yeah. You're absolutely right, and you know, you, you, it's real quick to sully a a a, a reputation that it, that uh, you can destroy it in in a quick phrase. All goodwill, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so and, and then furthermore, so so all right with the whole game informer thing, I I understand where where Randy Pitchford was saying. I don't agree with how strongly he he came came. Uh, you know out publicly right but i understand where he's coming from then he goes around and and starts publicly talking about this this another man's money like you don't do that bro you know like i I mean now i'm totally on with this david eddings guy you know and and he's dishing the dirt you know saying hey my man my man freaking assaulted me or whatnot like that that's a whole different it's a whole different ball of wax 
now. These these, yep. these accusations are way more serious. And throwing up, yo, why are you talking about my money? What happened to that twelve million, bro? Like, that's <laughs> solid freaking questions, man. You know? Yeah, and I mean that was a story uh, we talked about in January, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we still have no resolution to that one. Yep. Just like we mentioned, be like, okay, here's the litigation. Get ready to wait a year before we know yeah. what's going on. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, this, that's a huge question. What happened it's to a that huge, money? Yeah. What yeah. happened to that money? Yeah. And and and, and what what he's saying is absolutely absolutely correct. Like people. Um, they say, okay, well, well, you can get a little bit less on the salary, but we have this fund, and uh, and and it goes back to the developers. Well, not in this case, you know, it was, you know, potentially illegally siphoned off uh, elsewhere. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> now we don't know. We're gonna find out what what uh, what happened, but. Uh, and then they said, "Oh, hey, well, we're not we're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about uh, ongoing litigations, right?" And that's a reasonable response, but you could also just straight up deny it, like like that. Not being in a position where you can just deny something like that is is it may not be right, but it, it in a court of public opinion, it's pretty damning. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. Saucy man, it's freaking saucy. Uh, Randy, Randy needs to needs to chill out, and I'm sure, I'm sure that that Gearbox is is having conversations about what to do with him. Oh, they have to be absolutely because he's 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 mm-hmm. too unpredictable, man. What, like, <laughs> like wildly from the different firing off from like the, both ends of the spectrum at any given moment. You don't know what he's going to do. I I I, I legit I, I I do I do respect though. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm 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 going off on a little tangent here. Uh, but David Eddings did respond to another Twitter dude who was like, "Bro, like the gearboxes." is trash or whatever whatever he said and he's like no man it's not gearbox like these guys there's a lot of great great workers but they and they're the ones that have to come to the defense of their own games or whatnot when the ceo spouts off and says and says silly things and that's totally true i do not envy you know the uh the social media people in charge of of trying to uh, promote their, their own corporate uh, image or whatnot when the CEO was trashing it up, but you know whatever. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, that's all I got for news this week. It's been, ooh, it's been an exciting week. New games, salacious things going on. What a what a week to come back. New Destiny yeah. levels, man. Ah, and we got more information about the Destiny raid coming out in a month. Oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> exciting exciting stuff exciting stuff um all righty buddha we are we're actually at a really healthy time right now this is this is really good buddha what uh round us out at the at the end there what what do we got as far as uh game pass or or playstation or deals what what do we got going all right well you know last podcast we talked about the um new stuff coming to game pass and whatnot um one of the things uh that happened in past and they're finally releasing uh the release date and actual gameplay footage of the new expansion Iceborne. Um, they've added a couple new monsters, a whole new area that's supposed to be massive. You're in the snow now. 
So a lot of cool things. Uh, they've added some new moves, some new elements. Um, it looks very promising and it's on sale right now. You can, you can buy the pre-order. Uh, I believe it's only $40. So it's pretty awesome stuff. Uh, speaking of stuff that we got, we got to talk about the stuff that we lost. So uh, on the 15th of this month, we're going to be losing uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Moto GP 17, uh, Comic Jumper, which if you've got Games of Gold, you're going to actually get that back. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Explosion Man, uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2. Those will all be leaving uh, May 15th. Um, our Games of Gold are going to be Marooners, Earth Defense, Force, Insect, Armageddon. Um, PlayStation Plus games, uh, you're going to get Overcooked this month. And uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, hint, hint, Manny. Uh, Switch Online, uh, if you've got the Switch Online service, uh, you're going to get uh, Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, versus Excite Bite and Clue Clue Land. Um, our backwards compatible games are going to be From Dust and Costume Quest. And if you're looking for sales and deals right now, Ubisoft has a big sale going on on PlayStation. And um, the only sale that's going to be left going on by the time everyone hears this podcast is the Minecraft anniversary sale. So if you don't have Game Pass and you want Minecraft, they've got a few different options for you as far as that's concerned. The, uh, we talked about it earlier. Rage 2 is going to be coming out. Um, everybody's, you know, there's been a lot of people looking forward to that one. Uh, the Castlevania uh, anniversary collection is is actually going to be coming out uh that is actually eight games total so you're talking about uh from the very beginning in 1986 you got castlevania castlevania 2 simon's quest castlevania the adventure castlevania 3 dragon's curse castlevania 2 belmont's revenge super castlevania kid dracula which i believe that was only released in japan so that's an exclusive uh and castlevania bloodlines uh, so it's pretty pretty cool if you're into that. Uh, also, uh, what's it called here? Dragon Quest. I mean, I'm sorry, Dragon's Lair Trilogy. That'll be coming out um, as well this week. And I believe that is Dragon's Lair 1 and 2 and uh, Space Ace. Was that second or third one? I'm not sure. Space but, uh, Ace if you're sounds correct. an arcade head. Yeah. If you're an arcade head, that was, uh, that was pretty fun back in the day. Very difficult. <laughs> but but a very entertaining game because it was even it was all anime so it was pretty neat. But I remember uh, that we game got. blowing my mind as a kid. Right? Yeah. Blowing my damn mind. Walking through like, whoa, this is a cartoon that I can freaking interact right. with? Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. 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 That one was Craziness. definitely cool. But that's what we got, guys. Word. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess, I guess that's uh, that's a podcast. You know, I guess we're done. We're done. So we're, we're gonna figure it, out what. What was that? I said freaking nailed it, bro. We did. Freaking professionals is is good. We did it. It was so good. It's so tight. It's almost like we've done it thirty eight times. Almost. Before, so who knows? Right. You know, I was thinking right. about that. Like we're we're really we're we're pushing for that fifty mark which is halfway to oh, to 100 100 is is uh is a pretty big deal i think um you you were talking uh off stream uh, off stream off off recording uh, uh somewhere about most podcasts don't make it to 100 right that the 100 uh episode mark you know 
And I'm saying, well, damn, because yeah, it's a it, lot it's, of work, bro. It's a lot of freaking yeah, work. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking to X1 Bros. And if you guys don't know X1 Bros, they are the podcast that we aspire to be. Uh, they are, I think they're on episode like 235 or something like that. They've been <laughs> yeah, doing that many years. Uh, and yes, uh, well, I was talking to David, uh, aka X1 Bros. And uh, he said it was it was some huge stat, like 80 or 90% of uh, new upcoming podcasts uh, call it quits before episode 30. And so when we hit episode 30, we, uh, that's right. Top 10% boys and girls feel good. About oh, it. Baby. oh, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm legit proud. I'm legit proud of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we've, we've, we had a, a, a huge learning experience, a huge learning curve, but you know, we're, we're doing our thing and you know, we're doing our thing. Um, so, so a- anyway, we're, uh, thank you for listening guys. We really appreciate you, uh, for, for stepping on in, giving us your time. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna chit chat after, after recording and we're going to see what's going to happen with this whole Choco challenge. Uh, but one thing is certain you'll be seeing it and or hearing it. Uh, really, really soon. Just keep an eye out. Go to the hardcorecasuals.com, uh, for updates. Um, I will be sure or look to our Twitter, you know, hccstreaming.com, but you could always go to the hardcorecasuals.com and, and look for all of our socials. Uh, our discord is there also. Our Patreon is there also. If you want to go ahead and support us, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, but until next time, guys, until next time, see ya later. Excelsior, you mose.